0: You're listening to Summit Podcasts, where you'll find sermon audio, weekly discussions of the message, the Back 40 Leadership Podcast, and much, much more. Subscribe today at summitpodcasts.church and share this episode with your friends. Summit Church, every life made different. Well, Merry Christmas, Summit Church. How are we doing tonight? It's so good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You can be seated. My name is Mel Massingale and I'm one of the pastors here at Summit and I just want to say how honored I am that you've chosen to worship with us on this Christmas Eve night and you are the real ones. You didn't come last night or early today. You're like, let's get it in the last possible second. I'm glad you did. So thank you for worshiping with us tonight. And if you're a guest with us, if, uh, if, you've never been here before, or maybe it's been a while since you've been here, we would love the opportunity to connect with you and get to know you a little bit. And if you would take one minute and fill out the guest card that's in the seat back in front of you. And then when we're done here in just a few minutes, you can take that to our info center. It's at the center part of the lobby, big long table. Stop by there. Somebody from our team would love to answer questions for you, connect you to our church and just whatever you need. Um, And here's the thing. If maybe there's somebody that you forgot to get something for, for Christmas, if you fill out a guest card, we will give you a Summit mug, and you can just give that away, and it is the gift that keeps on giving 365 days a year, right there. So uh, we would love just to say thank you for being here, though, so if you're a guest with us, let us know. If you'd prefer, you can fill out a digital guest card by texting Summit PA to the number 94000, and you can do it that way as well, and so I just want to say thank you so much for worshiping with us. We really do appreciate it. And also all of you that are worshiping with us online, uh, we appreciate you as well. So thanks for being part of of Summit Church Online for Christmas Eve. Want to mention to you as well, next weekend we're back to our normal service schedule. And so uh, we'll have services at five o'clock on Saturday the 30th and at 9 and 11 a.m. on Sunday, the 31st. So make sure you join us next weekend. We're gonna have a great weekend and uh, finish out our year well by worshiping God together. So be back with us next weekend. And then um, I'll mention this at the conclusion of our service as well, but all throughout the month of December, we've been talking about the heart for the house offering. And this weekend is when uh, everything that comes in Uh, financially is directed specifically for our Heart for the House project. And so I just want to encourage you, um, if you came ready to give tonight, um, you you can deposit that, drop it in the offering boxes as you leave later. But again, I'll talk about that as we close out our time together this evening. So again, thank you so much for being here. Throughout the month of December, we've been in a series called It's a Wonderful Life. And we've been talking about what does it mean to have a wonderful life? that the world will describe a wonderful life one way and the the gospel will describe it maybe another. And so we've been talking about this idea, what does it mean to have a wonderful life? And we've talked through ideas like I wanna be rich or I wanna be famous or I wanna be in love. And what does the Bible say about these things? And tonight, I wanna share another idea with you that I think goes along with what we're talking about tonight but it's this idea that I wanna be powerful. I wanna be powerful. And maybe you're thinking, well, that's not me you don't aspire to be the president or the CEO of a company, or even to run a team of any kind. But but the reality is all of us want to be powerful to some degree or another. We don't like people telling us what to do. We don't like taking orders from people. And as a result, we think, man, if I was in charge, I wouldn't have to put up with this. And the 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 truth is, it's not that we're necessarily after power. I think what we're really after is freedom. I want the freedom from having to do what somebody else is telling me what to do. I don't like that. And this isn't unique to us. It's not new. It's something that all humanity deals with to some degree or another. In fact, Jesus had to deal with this in Mark chapter 10. In Mark chapter 10, two of the disciples come to Jesus and they said, "Hey Jesus, when you're the king, when you're enthroned, we want to we be a number two and three man. We want to sit on your right and left. And we, what they were saying is when you are powerful, we want to be powerful too. And Jesus rebukes them and then the other disciples hear about it and they're not happy because they all wanted power too and so they're saying wait a second they shouldn't be and I they start arguing bickering and Jesus kind of cuts through all of it and in verse 42 of Mark chapter 10 he says this Jesus called them together and said you know that the rulers in the world in this world lord it over the people and the officials flaunt their authority over those under them but among you it will be different Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be a servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be a slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so Jesus says, hey, listen, you know what's normal in our world? What's normal is you aspire to authority and power. And he said, but that's not the way it works in our world. In, in my kingdom, if you want to be great, you have to become a servant. If you wanna be the master, you have to become a slave to everyone. And this is so contrary to the way we think in our world because the way we think in our world is that you ascend and you get more power and more authority and then you'll have more freedom. But that's not what Jesus is describing. He's saying if you wanna be great, you have to serve. So I know there are people here tonight that don't attend Summit Church, but even if you don't attend Summit, you probably go to a church somewhere else And so I want you to ask yourself this question. If everyone in my church served like I serve, what would my church be like? If everyone served like me, How would that look? And I'm grateful for people in our church that serve. Even this weekend, they got the candles ready, they got the coffee ready, that prepared the worship. Our worship team has done such a great job this weekend. And most of our worship team has served in all five services this weekend. Can we give our worship team a round of applause today? And really our whole team, I'm so grateful for our staff and everyone, they've served well. But the question I want you to ask yourself is, is, What would Summit look like? What would my church look like if everyone served like me? What would my church look like if everybody gave like me? If everyone gave like I give, what would our church look like? If everyone worshiped like I worship, if everyone shared their faith like I do, what would our church look like? If everyone prayed like I pray, what would our church look like? If everyone loved like I love, if everyone forgave like I forgive, what would our church look like? And see, we don't think about questions like this very often. And the problem is, is because we're thinking about ourselves, what we can get, what I want. And the reality is this comes with maturity. The more we're submitted to Christ, the more we grow in our faith the easier it is to do the things that we're talking about doing. I I, I know with my girls, one of the things that's been so rewarding for me is as they've gotten older, they've cared less about their gifts and more about the gifts they give other people at Christmas. And as people are walking in tonight, I'm stopping with the kids and I'll bend over and I'll talk to them and go, hey, are you excited about getting something tomorrow? What is the gift you're most excited about getting? And kids can spout it off. They've got their wish list, they know, right? They've got circles and double stars and all the stuff, they got their code for the things they want. And if I was talking to a 35 year old and said, man, are you excited for Christmas? Yes, I'm gonna get so many things. like, what? And they're like, I've got my wish list. I'd be a little concerned, right? Because we're supposed to grow out of that. We're supposed to be mature. And as we mature, we're more excited about what we can give to others. The problem is spiritually we're not always that way and Jesus said, this is the way it should be in my kingdom. It's not about being served, it's about serving others, blessing others, helping others. This is what maturity looks like. In John chapter 21, Jesus had been crucified, buried, he resurrected, and this is before he ascended into heaven. So he's having this conversation in John chapter 21 with his disciples, but he's talking specifically to Peter. And he He tells Peter, he says, I tell you the truth, when you were young, you were able to do as you liked, you dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go, but when you were old, you'll stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Now, I believe the implication here is he's talking about the means by which Peter would die, that Peter would eventually be martyred for the cause of Christ, that he would lay down his life for the cause of Jesus. But there's a broader implication that that what he's saying is we think that, that power will bring us freedom, but what Jesus is saying is, hey, when you're mature, it actually means that you're going to be submitted. So when I was younger, I remember having to do things that I didn't want to do, go to bed on time or eat my vegetables. I'd have to eat broccoli. It was like, I'm never eating broccoli. When I'm a grown-up. I'm never eating broccoli again, right? Like there were things I'm never going to make my kids go to bed on time. Like I'll be free to do whatever I want when I'm mature and I'm a grown-up. And then you grow up and you find out like, oh no, I'm not free. I've got a mortgage to pay. I've got taxes. I've got a car pay, you know, all the stuff. And and when you're old, you think, I wish I was a kid again. Remember how easy life was when I was a kid? Because we think maturity will bring freedom. But what Jesus is actually saying is, hey, when you are mature, when we mature in our faith, we understand that we have to be submitted, that we have to submit to someone's leadership and someone's authority. And we don't always like this because we don't like the idea of submission because we think freedom is found in power and maturity but freedom is actually found in submission. So everybody wants a good marriage and I'm grateful I've got a good marriage. And part of the success, uh, the, the reason our marriage is successful is because my wife and I both understand mutual submission. We understand that, that she is submitted to me and I am submitted to her. And this creates safety for us in our marriage that I don't have to worry about if we have a disagreement, is she gonna leave me? Because there's safety in our marriage. It gives us freedom. It gives us freedom to have hard conversations if we need to. It gives us freedom to be able to live our lives together because I trust her deeply and she trusts me deeply because we're submitted to each other. There's freedom in submission. There's freedom in submission to God. As I submit my heart fully to God, what happens is God brings me along the path of Christ. He helps me walk the way that he wants me to walk. Now, here's the problem. So many of us think if I submit my life to Christ, then I'm going to have to give up things. I'm going to have to live according to rules. And my life is going to be restricted. And I want you to hear this. When we submit our hearts to God, we are free. We're free from the power of of. of shame in our lives we're free from the guilt and condemnation that the world has on our hearts we are free from the power of sin when we are submitted to christ jesus and when we are submitted to the path of christ we find freedom we have to be submitted we have to go somewhere where we don't want to go we have to be mature enough to say i don't know that i want to do this but i'm willing to be submitted even jesus had to do this in the garden before his crucifixion he prayed the prayer and said father, not my will, but thy will be done. See, he was mature enough to say, I don't want to go to the cross, but I'm submitted. And if that's the path you want to take me on, I trust you. Philippians chapter two, Paul writes to the Philippian church and he says this, he's talking about Jesus. He said, though he was God, He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. See, what he did is he he gave up his divine privileges and he humbled himself to the position of a slave. See, Jesus was the king of glory. And if Jesus would have left heaven and come to Earth and arrived on Earth as the most, most acclaimed king who ever lived, the most celebrated king that ever lived on planet Earth, it still would have been an act of humility for him. Because as great as that is, it does not match the splendor that he had. But he didn't come as the greatest king that ever lived. In fact, he came to Earth in the form of a baby, a helpless, child couldn't do anything for himself he chose to do that and he didn't just choose to be born as a baby he chose to be born in the least likely location some backwater town in the middle of nowhere the only acclaim he received there was no earthly pageantry for him but the heavenly host sang and declared the good news of his arrival And we think this is for us. Hey, we get to receive this gift, and I've got good news for you. There is a gift. Jesus came to planet Earth to give us the gift of life and hope and joy. But not just to give this to us, but for us to walk with him on this path. For us to receive this gift and walk with him so that others can receive it as well. And we think that that means restrictions. And we think that that means my freedom will be Eliminated, but I want you to know there is no greater freedom you'll ever have than when you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. When you say yes to his purposes and when his plans and his way, the trick of this is we've got to flip our thinking because we think power means upward mobility. I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to get more influence. I'm going to be more powerful, but that's not the way of Christ. See, the way of Christ is not upward mobility. The way of Christ is downward mobility that ultimately ends in the cross. See, Jesus left heaven, came to earth. He lived a perfect life. He was crucified, buried in the ground, rose again on the third day. It was down. He humbled himself for us. And what he's doing tonight is inviting us on the same journey. Will you humble yourself? Will you lay aside your privileges? Will you lay aside your desire for power and authority? the search for freedom, the search for peace, the search for hope and and submit your heart to Christ and join him on this beautiful journey. Because the reality is every one of us are on a path. And if you're not walking with Christ, the path you're on is going to lead to disappointment and heartache and ultimately destruction. But tonight he's inviting us to join him on this journey. See, God has given us the greatest gift of all time. It's the gift of life through Jesus Christ. And the question is, what will you do with that gift? In the coming year, in 2024, we're gonna have a theme for our church and it's gonna be Jesus over everything. And the idea is that Jesus is sovereign over everything, he's preeminent over everything in the universe, everything seen and unseen. But but is he preeminent in my own heart and life? Have I submitted to his authority? Have I submitted myself to his leadership. Because that's when my life changes, when huh, my questions are submitted to him, my values are submitted to him, my decision-making is submitted to him, my is submitted to him, Jesus over everything. And this is the journey I'm inviting you on tonight. So if you would, bow your head and close your eyes all this place. Heavenly Father, we're thankful We're thankful for the greatest gift anyone has ever received. It's the gift of Jesus Christ. Thank you (laughs) that the one who was light invaded our darkness and brought a great light into our world. Thank you for the hope that we have in Christ. Thank you for the peace that we have in Christ. Thank you that in spite of the things we deal with, in spite of our heartache and failure and setbacks, we can find hope in Christ alone. And so Lord, I pray tonight for those that are here that are heartbroken, I pray tonight they would find hope in you. Those that have experienced loss, they would find peace in you. And Lord, for those that have been looking for freedom, I pray that they would leave the path they're on that's only gonna lead to heartache and disappointment and help them find the freedom that's found only in Jesus Christ. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would draw us that we would see your beauty and your kindness and that tonight of all nights, we would say yes to you. So God minister to us in these next few moments. Now with nobody looking around, your head bowed, your eyes closed, if you'd say to me tonight, Mel, I know I'm not walking with God. I know I'm not on the path of righteousness, walking with Christ, but I wanna be. I've been looking for freedom. I've been looking for peace. I've been looking for these things and I've been looking for it on the wrong path, but I know I can find it when I'm submitted to Christ, when I say yes to him. So tonight, I wanna say yes to him. I wanna surrender my life to Jesus, to his lordship. I'd love to pray for you. And if you wanna be included in that prayer to say yes to him, maybe it's a prayer of rededication. Maybe it's a prayer you're gonna pray for the very first time. I don't care what it is. But if you know you're on the wrong path and you wanna walk with Christ and surrender your life to his lordship, would you just put your hand up real high where I can see it? If you'd say, Mel, that's me, pray for me. Include me in this prayer. Tonight's my night. I wanna surrender my life to Jesus. Yeah, thank you. I see you up in the balcony, sir. Praise God. Thank you. Who else would say, that's me. Pray for me. Thank you, ma'am. I see you on my right. Thank you, sir. I see you. Yeah. Two, three, four hands on my right. Praise the Lord. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Praise God. You can put your hands down. Awesome. Awesome. Just a few more seconds. Yeah. Over here on my left. I see you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. You can put your hand down. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Praise the Lord here in the center section few more seconds. I don't want to rush this moment. God is God is up to something in this place. Anyone else, you say, Mel, include me in this prayer. Tonight's my night. I want to surrender everything to Jesus. Thank you, ma'am. I see you. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, I see you up in the balcony. Thank you for your boldness. Praise the Lord. Thank you. I see you guys over here. Oh, awesome. Yep, up here on my left in the balcony. <laughs> Praise God. Romans chapter 10, verse nine says this. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So we're gonna pray pray together. I'm gonna give you the words to say, but this isn't my prayer, okay? This is your prayer from your heart to God. So I want you to pray this prayer. We're all gonna pray it out loud together. This is our, this is our confession of faith together. We're gonna say this together, but we're gonna begin to walk it out. So everybody in the place, say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus, your one and only Son, as the greatest gift ever given. I receive that gift tonight and I surrender my life to you. I submit to your Lordship, use me for your glory. I'm never going back to my old ways, or my old life, but from now on, I'm yours. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy. In Jesus name, amen. Come on, let's give God a round of applause today. Listen, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, whether you raised your hand or not, I want you to know scripture says you're a new creation that the old is gone and the new has come. And we want to help you. We want to help you walk this journey out. We were talking about the path of righteousness. And I don't know about you, if I'm going on a journey, I want to know how to get there. So I will I will figure out where, where do I need to go? And then I will plug it in my GPS. I was trying to explain to my girls the other day about MapQuest. Does anybody remember MapQuest? Before you'd leave, you'd have to print out like eight sheets of paper to figure out the, the directions. They had no clue what I was talking about. But... But I want to know the direction. And you have begun a journey. And we want to help you figure out where do you need to end up and how can we help you get there. And so please help us help you. We want to help give you the roadmap. And so I would like you to do one of two things. You can either fill out the card that's in the seat back in front of you. It'll literally take you one minute. Fill that card out, and then when we finish here in a moment, uh, there are going to be some people at our Next Step table that's out these main doors. So if you come from the balcony, you can head down the balcony, and it'll be just to the left of the main door to go out the building. Uh, some of our team's going to be there, and we want to give you the roadmap. We want to help you know what's next and how do you walk this path that we're talking about. So please take advantage of that. If you're watching online or you're here in the room and pre- you'd prefer, simply text Summit. PA to the number 94,000. Let us know about your decision, about what God is doing in your life. And even if you text that, we're going to respond back to you and get your information that way. But I would still love for you to stop by our next step table in the lobby and let our team help you um, begin this journey with God or or restart this journey with God. So help us help you take the next step. Here's what's going to happen right now. Um, We're going to sing one more song together. And while we're singing the song, hi, Todd, (laughs) kind of snuck up on me. While we're singing this last song, it's the fifth service by the way, so it's, it's getting a little loopy here. Um, but as we sing this last song, we're going to celebrate the light that Christ has brought to this world. You got candles on your way in and what's going to happen in just a moment is some of our teams, some of our pastors, some of our, um, ushers, they're going to begin to move around the room and begin to light candles on the end of the rows. And if, If your candle is lit, what we would like you to do is take what you have and give it to someone else. And this represents the good news of Jesus Christ. The gospel that we receive is good news. And we don't just receive it, but we walk the path of Christ with him and we share good news with others. And the point of, of spreading this light is that it's representative of what we should be doing with the good news, the light and life that God has given us. And so we want to invite you to do that. And so if you would, stand your feet all over the room. We're going to worship together one more time. The candles are going to be lit. And I want you to do your very best to do two things. Worship God and also don't light yourself or someone else on fire. So let's worship together. We'll come back in a moment to close this out. If you enjoy this content, please let us know by rating and reviewing the podcast you can also contact us at summitpodcast.church. Remember to share this episode with your friends and on social media. Summit Podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Thank you for listening to Summit Podcasts, and we will see you in the next episode.